Today, we'll unpack a critical component within the conjugate system, namely the maximal effort method. Let's get into the science behind the maximal effort method. Simply put, the maximal effort method is an optimal way to improve strength as it enhances the cooperation of your muscles. This process involves two types of muscle coordination, intra and intermuscular coordination. Intramuscular coordination relates to the efficiency of different parts of a single muscle working in unison. When you use the maximal effort method, all the various aspects of your muscles work at their utmost capacity and as synchronized as possible. Intermuscular coordination, conversely, refers to the harmony of different muscles working together to perform a movement. For instance, when lifting a particularly heavy object, your arm and back muscles must cooperate and function at the same time. The maximal effort method assists you in perfecting the synchronization for optimum performance when lifting particularly heavy loads. So if you aim to increase strength and become proficient at lifting heavy objects, the answer is simply to lift more heavy objects. Utilizing the maximal effort method provides a structured approach to this endeavor. Another significant scientific aspect of understanding maximal training is Henneman's size principle. Elwood Henneman discovered a neurophysiological principle that explains how our body determines which muscle fibers to engage during various activities. When we lift a light object, our body utilizes smaller muscle fibers that resist fatigue. These fibers are ideal for endurance-based activities like long-distance running. However, when we lift heavy objects, our body requires the engagement of larger muscle fibers capable of handling more weight. These larger muscle fibers are typically used in power-intensive activities, such as powerlifting, strongman, or sprinting. Again, this is where the maximal effort method comes into play. When you lift heavy weights, your body must recruit these larger muscle fibers. The more these fibers are exercised, the stronger and more powerful they become. In essence, Henneman's science principle helps us comprehend why lifting heavy weights, as in the max effort method, can significantly boost our strength. So, why is the maximal effort method important? To explain this, let's reference and paraphrase some wisdom from our peers in sports science. According to Yuri Verkashansky, the maximal effort method is indispensable for strength athletes as it facilitates the improvement of top level strength without necessarily adding bulk. This is a result of its low volume. Therefore, it's a fantastic option for athletes striving to get stronger without moving up a weight class. Verkoshansky also maintains that athletes need to train with heavy weights to lift heavy loads effectively. This process aids them in learning the unique mechanics involved in such lifts. So why is this important? Well, the dynamics of lifting light weights differ significantly from those of lifting heavy weights. 
Vladimir Zatsyorsky, another hugely influential figure in sports science, provides insight in this. He explains that when you lift a light weight quickly, the primary force is exerted at the start, with the weight's momentum doing the rest of the work. However, lifting a heavy weight is different. The speed of the lift remains consistent throughout, requiring maximum effort from start to finish. This reminds me of a quote by Dr. Fred Hatfield. You can't lift a heavy weight slowly, and he certainly had a point. So, is the maximal effort method applicable to a beginner? If you've mastered the basics such as maintaining correct form under a barbell, awareness of gym surroundings, and have built a solid foundation of strength with appropriate technique, then yes, the maximal effort method can be a powerful tool for strength development. However, if you haven't covered these basics, it's crucial to perform an honest self-assessment and ensure you master them first. You have to evaluate your joints, your ligaments and tendons, and after checking them, look at your overall conditioning, look at your individual muscle strength and your general competency with compound movements. The time you need to spend at this stage will depend on the accuracy of your initial assessment and the consistency spent on training to improve any issues found. But believe me, you can't build a robust structure without a solid foundation, be it a house or your body. Now let's get into how to implement the maximal effort method. Everyone is unique with varying strengths, weaknesses and goals. Therefore, the maximal effort method must be tailored to each individual for optimal results. Personalized programs are crucial to cater to these diverse needs and ensure the method is the most effective for you. As Louis Simmons often said, no one knows your body better than you, making it essential to learn how to train yourself. In essence, you must become your own strength coach. So let's talk a bit more about individualization. This principle involves customizing the training program to align with the individual's unique characteristics, including physical attributes, fitness levels, goals, and other personal factors. People differ in body types, muscle fiber compositions, and biomechanics. Some may have longer limbs, while others possess more fast-twitch muscle fibers. These factors can significantly influence the most effective types of lifts or movements. Beginners may need to develop the necessary technique, strength, or muscle conditioning to handle maximal load safely. Thus, your training should start with mastering the basics, focusing on form, and gradually increasing the load. Your workout should align with your goals. If you're training to become a top-tier athlete, your program should be a complex puzzle with many detailed pieces that fit together. Conversely, if your aim is to be generally strong and healthy, your plan should be as straightforward as connecting the dots in a drawing. Remember, change is the only constant, and adaptation is our response to change. Your body responds and adjusts to the strain you impose upon it. However, everyone's rate and nature of adaptation are unique, so your training program needs to accommodate that. There are three other aspects you should consider too, and they are um, progressive overload. This may be the secret to ongoing improvement 
as constantly stepping outside your comfort zone is an excellent way to grow. The load or volume needs to increase over time, but the rate of that increase will vary among individuals. We'll dive this into a bit more detail later. Rest and repair are as critical as the workout itself. Neglecting recovery can lead to overtraining, potentially stalling your progress, or even causing injury. Remember, everyone's recovery time differs. Life usually doesn't stick to the plan. So your training program must adapt, not fracture. As an example, it may benefit you to adjust the load, modifying the exercise, or schedule an impromptu rest day due to illness, travel, or an unpredictable work schedule. The ultimate goal here is not just about becoming stronger. It's about doing it effectively and safely. After all, it's not just about being the best. It's about being your best. Understanding the difference between the two is critical for success. Vladimir Zatsiorsky states in the Science and Practice of Strength Training that implementing the maximal effort method requires careful planning, given its intense demands on the nervous and endocrine systems. So ideally, you should use this method once weekly for your lower body and once for your upper. Change the primary max effort lifts every week and work up to a one rep max in seven sets. This method is a rigorous workout and you'll likely need about 72 hours to recover. I know I said at the start we would go into the actual workouts, but for simplicity of understanding, we've provided some links to sample workouts and blogs in the description. These will do a far better job illustrating a workout and its structure than I can do verbally. Let's delve deeper into the core concept of progressive overload within the maximal effort method. The essence of the maximal effort method lies in pushing your boundaries, which fundamentally translates to gradually increasing your workout intensity. But remember, this doesn't mean you should add more weight every workout. Progressive overload can take various forms. You could adjust your training volume by changing the number of sets or reps you execute. You might also increase the load or modify the frequency of your training sessions. The key word here is gradual. You are not going to jump from 100 pounds to 200 pounds of PRs overnight. It's a process, a journey, and each step should be carefully calculated stride forward. Variety is the lifeblood of the maximal effort method. Your body is incredibly adaptable and will start getting accustomed to repetitive exercises. The solution is to keep it on its toes, shake up your routine, and rotate your main exercises weekly. This approach prevents your body from forming plateaus and aids in building strength and bypassing stagnation. Like all intense training methodologies, the maximal effort method could pose a risk of injuries as it places significant stress on your body. To mitigate this risk, consider strengthening your body using repeated effort training. Building more muscle and fortifying your tendons can safeguard you when lifting heavy weights. Before diving into this method, ensure that you've mastered the correct techniques with lighter weight. Recovery from the max effort method can also be challenging 
It strains your nervous and endocrine system, which may result in you feeling less active and potentially increase feelings of anxiety and depression, as stated by Zatsiorsky in 2006. Despite common concerns, the max effort is safe when done correctly. Keeping one rep at a time helps maintain good form, which can potentially falter as you increase with reps. To avoid injury, adhere to the guideline of allowing at least 72 hours between workouts and only perform this method once weekly for the upper and the lower body. Remember, progressive overload is vital for any training. Your body must adapt to escalating stress levels over time. Hence, your constant aim should be to lift progressively heavier weights. Well, that brings us to the end of our exploration of the max effort method today. As we've discussed, max effort training is much more than a test of your ego or willpower. It's a scientifically grounded approach to reaching your maximum strength potential. At the heart of this approach is understanding how our bodies work. We must appreciate how our muscles respond and adapt to the different stress intensities and use this knowledge to our advantage. The maximal effort method, which involves training at high intensities, allows us to recruit and stimulate our largest motor units and their fast twitch muscle fibers. This strategy helps us develop our absolute strength most effectively. But as we've mentioned, it's crucial to remember that this isn't just a brute force approach. This method requires caution and balance. It's about smartly overloading our muscles and ensuring we give our bodies enough time to recover and adapt to the increased stress levels. With this understanding of the max effort method, it's time to start looking ahead to our next episode, where we'll dive deep into another critical approach to strength training, namely the dynamic effort method. As a teaser, the dynamic effort method is about developing speed and explosive power. But like the maximal effort method, it's not just about raw force. It's a carefully planned approach that can unlock new performance levels. So make sure to tune in next time as we break down the ins and the outs of the dynamic effort method, its unique benefits, and how it complements the maximum effort method to create a synergistic strength training program. Until then, keep lifting, keep learning, and remember, it's not about ego. It's about understanding and working with your body to become as strong as necessary. Thank you.